Guys Drinking Whiskey Podcast, where we drink and discuss whiskey from all across the globe. Everything from the top of the liquor store shelf to the dusty bottoms of the discount bin. Let's go. All right, here we go. Welcome back to the new Two Whiskey mini-series that is available now on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Just kidding. It's not actually a thing. Uh, This is going to be part three, though, where we're going to talk about Irish whiskey. And we've discussed bourbon and rye and other American whiskeys already in part one and two. So now we're going to dive into the rest of the world here. Start with part three. We're going to talk about the Irish whiskey. So let's get into it, shall we? The first thing that we're going to point out and I'm pretty sure it's obvious, but Irish whiskey can only be made in Ireland. So when it comes to Irish whiskey, there's going to be uh, single malt Irish whiskey. You're going to see blended Irish whiskey, and you're going to see some pot still Irish whiskey. And you can see some single malt pot still Irish whiskey as well. But uh, those are going to be some of the biggest like kind of triggers, I guess, that when you're looking for whiskey. So when it comes to blended Irish whiskey, that's going to that's going to make up for the majority of of the whiskeys out there that come from Ireland. So Jameson's going to really hold down the fucking gauntlet for Irish whiskey. When you go into a liquor store, that's what you're going to see. First and foremost, that's the most popular by name. Some other big names out there are going to be uh, Bushmills. There's going to be Writer's Tears. When it comes to a single malt Irish whiskey, those are going to be a little bit more upper scale a little more fancier. You're going to see brands like Sexton. You're going to see brands like Redbreast, which are, I think, better in my personal opinion. They give a little bit more characteristic and flavor. And then you've got your pot still, which is going to be like your artisanal craft version of those whiskeys as well. So a pot still distilling process is much more labor intensive and more artisanal than the standard column still process. So if you're getting a pot still Irish whiskey, it's definitely going to cost more and it's honestly probably going to taste better it's going to have a little more unique character if you will that being said what makes irish whiskey unique opposed to other whiskeys around the world so obviously there's single malts of scotch in japanese and even american and there's pot still whiskeys from all over the world irish whiskey is generally known for distilling their spirit three times sometimes more sometimes less but Usually it's like a three-time distillation process. What that does is that really kind of smooths out the rough edges of the whiskey that they're distilling. Uh, if you think of a of an Irish whiskey being distilled three times, think of think of a bourbon being distilled one time and then aged, and then think of a vodka being distilled seven or eight, nine, twelve times, just to really get it down to really no flavor whatsoever. So. The more you distill it, the less flavor comes out, or I guess what their thing is, it just kind of makes it a smoother tasting drink. That's what makes Irish whiskey Irish whiskey, is it's distilled a few times, so it still has good flavor, but it's not as like thick. It's it's going to have a lighter mouthfeel. It's usually bottled at a lower proof, like 80, um, sometimes higher. You can buy cast-strength Irish whiskeys too, but uh, generally it's going to be very easy to drink. Um, it's going to be light and flavor it's going to be easy to mix it's going to be easy to take as a shot it's going to be easy just to drink on the rocks it's going to be something everybody can just 
grab and it's, it's very crushable. I guess that's a good way to put it. And the fact that it is distilled three times leads into the next part, which is the way it is aged. They'll use first fill oak barrels, similar to a bourbon, uh, but a lot of them will use ex-bourbon barrels because when you make bourbon in America, you have to use a first fill American oak barrel. So after it's been used one time, it has to get used for something else besides bourbon. So they'll ship it off usually to Ireland or Scotland, and they'll use ex-bourbon barrels to age their spirit. Uh, they'll also use wine barrels like port or sherry, which are actually fortified wines. That's a wine where they actually add alcohol to it to make it a, a thicker, richer kind of wine, but that's that's another episode. We won't get into that too much. But since Irish whiskey is distilled three times, it tends to be a little lighter, and I think it takes on a better profile from those multiple aging barrels so if it's aged in a port barrel it's going to take a little bit more of that port flavor on those uh dark fruity flavors from it and if it's an ex-bourbon barrel you're going to get some of those oaky kind of caramely vanilla flavors from it irish whiskey does take on barrel profile flavors very well and so you'll see a lot of different irish whiskeys that are they'll say right on there like this is a port barrel finished or something ex-bourbon barrel cask finish there's a ton of them i think jameson does like an ipa beer barrel finish and they'll do like some other stout barrel finishes and irish whiskey does take on those flavor profiles very well so uh that kind of covers like where it's aged there's not many distilleries in ireland it's a smaller place they're making good stuff there you just have to find it uh, one of my personal favorites is going to be the Red Breast for an Irish whiskey. I think it's got the most character. It's probably the most similar to bourbon as well. Trying to like cross swords into Irish whiskey, but you didn't want to do like a Jameson or something like that. I would go maybe in that profile. Generally, Irish whiskey is going to have a lighter taste to it. It's usually barreled at 80 proof, maybe a little bit higher than that, but you don't see a ton of cash strength offerings. Price points are pretty pretty standard. There's not a ton of expensive stuff out there. I know Christopher has a Redbreast 27 year, which is a complete monster of a bottle. It is very expensive. It is very unique. Um, something that's been in a barrel for 27 years is going to have some definite character flavor profiles that you're not going to experience from your average bottle of whiskey. Probably one of our favorite Irish whiskeys ever. There's a couple of cheaper ones that are like too. I think uh, Dead Rabbit was one that I would always get when I had a bar. And I, I really enjoyed that one as far as the flavor profile goes. It's it's malty. It's lighter. It's got the fruitier notes, which are good in a whiskey. But it's just not my go-to when it comes to that kind of stuff. So if you like lighter profile whiskeys, then Irish whiskey could really be up your alley. That's going to be the the short and skinny of it. Uh, one of the other things is there's uh, there's this whole battle. I don't know even know if it's a battle or not, but it's like the Protestant versus the Catholic Irish whiskey, and that just it's going to be a regional thing in Ireland uh, between the north and the mainland, where the Protestant would be the north with the Bushmills, and in the south it would be uh, the Catholic with the Jameson. So I learned this working in a bar where we had this Irish fest group that would come in for their monthly meetings every month. And they would uh, kind of razz us a little bit about not having Bushmills because some of these guys were from North Ireland. And so they would not drink Jameson because it wasn't from North Ireland, which I thought was kind of weird, but uh, we ended up bringing in Bushmills and they drank it and they were grateful. And, and that was the end of that. So if you're a Catholic, maybe you're going to want to go with 
something like a Jameson. I think that's all I got. Like I said, not my deepest knowledge when it comes to an Irish whiskey, but I don't really know if there's a whole lot more to really talk about when it comes to that. So uh, if you do want to do a more deep dive on Irish whiskey, uh, we do have some other episodes in our catalog that we've done in the past where we've really done deep dives into different types of Irish whiskey. There's other podcasts out there. One that I would highly recommend would be the Whiskey Lore podcast with Drew. Very smart dude. He's been doing this for a long time. Probably the smartest guy when it comes to whiskey. And we learn a lot of stuff from him along the way. And he actually just finished uh, his new book, which accounts all the different distilleries in Ireland. He travels there, he visits them, and he puts together like a little roadmap of the distilleries that you can go to what you can expect price points like he gives like it's like the whole handbook for going somewhere and you know checking out the region's you know whiskey scene uh he did one for kentucky bourbon that i purchased a while ago and me and my wife just went to went to louisville uh last week and we utilized that book and it was very helpful and he just did one for irish whiskey i don't think i'm going to ireland anytime soon but if i do i'm definitely gonna have to buy that book because it'll be helpful so definitely check that out uh, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at the Two Guys Drinking Whiskey Podcast. Uh, give us some input. Let us know how you feel about the show so far. Tell us if you like this little new to whiskey thing, if it's helping you, if it's not helping you. We've gotten some pretty good feedback on the first couple episodes of people. They seem to be enjoying it as far as like the fact that it's just kind of helping people with the just finding out what whiskeys are, I guess. You know, a ton of the shows that we do on here have been very deep and kind of nerdy and a lot of listeners we've had have come forward and they said you know it's a great show but we don't really know exactly what you're talking about or or what the difference is between some of these whiskeys so we're just kind of busting this out for everybody to let them learn what the differences are from our perspective because that's all we can do we'll have many shows coming up again where we still keep doing the deep dive and christopher will be back on the show at that point too and we'll just We'll get back to the regularly scheduled program where we do the long form talks and the interviews and discussions and the reviews of the bottles that we have and, you know, get drunk and make asses of ourselves. That'll be fun, too. So, yeah, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook, Two Guys Drink Whiskey Podcast, and give us your give us your input. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you liked, what, what you didn't like. Uh, tell us about how you've been drinking whiskey your whole life and everything we say is stupid yeah we like that too so look forward to that anyways um make sure you come back next time we're going to keep going with the new to whiskey mini series we're going to definitely touch on japanese whiskey canadian whiskey we got to do scotch we got a lot more coming up so make sure you check all that out and uh yeah hopefully you have a great day and we'll talk to you later cheers cheers